Hello, Brooke. Hello, senor. Brooke, how are you? How was your fucking day? <laughs> it was a great day. Was Very good. productive day. Good productive day. Good day with friends, barbecues, sunshine, pool time. Pool what party. the fuck? Thanks, Target. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Target, you sons of bitches. $35 pool, hard to beat. No fucks given. No fucks given. It was a good day. The kids were happy. Everybody was happy. A lot of fun was had today. Even played a good game of baseball on my PlayStation. How do you like that? Yeah, I even read my book. I read 10 pages out of my book. Isn't Perfect. that amazing? Not to sound like In a lazy sunshine. fuck, I was playing the baseball game on the phone while I was talking to my dad. So uh, I was definitely not just fucking off playing PlayStation on a fucking beautiful sunny day. Yeah. How long did you play after you hung up on him? I wasn't playing. I was saving my progress, Brooke. Sure. Whatever. Brooke. So today, Brooke, you know, she has a she has a serious a serious topic Brooke wants to bring I to do. the table. Um, and I think it had to do with something she experienced this week at work. It is a question that was presented at work by a coworker who is in school at the at the current time getting more learned degrees. getting learned up getting more learned anyways okay currently I'm gonna adjust my mic yeah adjust it adjust Ugh. away currently in an ethics class ooh ethics class yep um so the question there's like there's a question that was put into the class and then there's a bigger question that I want to ask oh okay, ready the question was put into the class and it went something along the lines of with I'm trying to phrase it correctly I'm going to say it super incorrectly but basically since suicide is a sin how do you deal with patients who or family members of suicide patients and what is your opinion on assisted suicide? Mm, um, hold on. It is a Christian college. Well, yeah, let's not go that far yet. Let's, okay. let's back up a second. So let me just understand the question, the the way this was all presented, everything. So you just want to touch base on it, make sure I understand what it is that you're saying so we're all clear before we start this weird paradigm shifting fuckery i probably said that all wrong but it doesn't fucking matter um so since suicide is a sin how do you deal with suicide patients and like their families and the bottom the bottom big question was what is your opinion on assisted suicide in all right. So if when we it break comes it down, to ethics, break it down at the rudimentary level. Uh, we are starting off with a statement that suicide is a sin. Exactly. Uh, assuming that everybody believes that. Uh-huh. Following it up with, how do you ethically cope with that while dealing with the patients or the family of the patients uh-huh. of a suicide victim? Is that the word we use? Victim. I honestly don't know if that is the right term to use suicide case case there you go case seems really ambiguous let's use that yeah um 
And then the big underlying question, of course, is, and what is your opinion on assisted suicide? So my big question after being asked this and discussing it uh, would be to to backstep it and is suicide a cardinal sin? Cardinal sin. Is it a sin period? Period. Exactly. I think exactly. that might be a better way to put it. Yep. Is it a sin period? Let's is it a sin period? Stay out of the cardinal side of everything. It just, I don't know Agreed. why a bird has to be a part of anything <laughs> sinful. Um, Bad bird. Is it a sin uh, to kill yourself and then... Assisted suicide. And then we talk about assisted suicide, and is there an ethical problem with assisted suicide? I like it, man. It seems deep. It seems fun. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I say fun because nothing Thought I'm about provoking. to say is going to make anyone happy. Because <laughs> I'm a terrible fucking human when it comes to this kind of shit. Um. Just due to life experiences. But Brooke, I want to feel you out on this. I want to hear I want to hear what you have to say because of your Mormon upbringing. Are so that was that was the reason it was presented to me is because the person who's taking the class is not religious and they were talking to somebody else who is also not religious and then they were like, Hey, you should ask Brooke because she grew up Mormon. She could give you a different view possibly. Well Okay. Right? So, Brooke, is suicide a sin? You know. You like how I said that? I did. It was really sensual. It was a little weird. A little much. Creepy? Yeah. I like it. Um, I I don't know. Well, you, you grew up Mormon. You grew up in the church, in the Mormon, in the LDS church. But I'm trying uh, what to What is like the LDS remember? church? They didn't say? really talk about it. Googling will happen. Yeah, you Google while I talk about this. I don't remember there being a big talk or anything about, like, absolutely not okay. I don't remember it being something where, like, if somebody commits suicide, they won't be in the afterlife. Actually, I guarantee it. Actually, I don't fucking know. Um. You know, it was never really, it was definitely talked about as like a bad thing, but I don't know if it was so, f- I wouldn't go so far to go that it was, it was a sin, right, to commit suicide. And then like my memory fails me because I can't, I don't remember any of that. Um, I do know that it was looked down upon mm. for sure. I think I think just a quick look here on the Church of Jesus Christ. Of Latter-day Saints? Uh, nope, just churchofjesuschrist.org, okay. Okay, which is an LDS website that I yep. often frequent to ask such questions as these. Never. I don't do that. <laughs> but I do sometimes as it pertains to LDS because I believe that the easiest and most efficient way to get a question answered about a specific topic, about a specific faith or belief is to go straight to the source. Right, is to ask them. Right. Uh, so anyway, what I did find uh, was a little bit of a uh, an overview, basically. Uh, unknown author here. Can't really find any authors. Um, so I'm assuming just an elder in the church. Uh, a lot of learning resources and crap here, but basically... Um, Everything posted to the website is approved by a church 
leader. Right. So I'm just going to read to you a quote, and okay. then I will interpret that quote as best I can. Okay. Uh, and it comes from a writing called Suicide, Some Things We Know and Some We Do Not. Ends in October 1987. 87? Eight. Yes. Huh. Uh, so Elder M. Russell Bollard said, and I quote, Obviously, we do not know the full circumstances surrounding every suicide. Only the Lord knows all the details, and he it is who will judge our actions here on earth. When he does judge us, I feel he will take all the things into consideration. Our genetic and chemical makeup, our mental state, our intellectual capacity, the teachings we have received, the traditions of our fathers, our health, and so forth. End quote. My understanding uh, kind of falls in line with uh, whoever wrote this article. Uh, basically, that although it is wrong to take one's own life, a person who does so may not be responsible for his or her actions. Only God can fully understand and judge the situation. So it is my opinion, based on what I just read, that the LDS Church believes that God will determine whether or not suicide is a sin at the time of judgment or atonement. Sounds about right. How does that align with your personal belief, Brooke? You can't know everything that's going on in somebody else's life. It's physically impossible. And I personally believe that suicide is selfish. Mm. Okay. All right. Brooke's belief is suicide is selfish. Writing that down. I do. Because I think that everyone, not saying, like, obviously everyone is in pain in their life at some point. And obviously some is some pain is worse than others. But I feel like most of the time suicide happens when people haven't been given the right resources or told that there are other options or the ability to talk about what their problem is or the ability to to fix a problem like it is obviously the last resort for a lot of people or the first resort true De- i'm I, okay when i think of like suicide and the way we're talking about it i'm talking like suicide not suicide attempts i'm talking about suicide that makes sense. Yeah, like like the last thing that was going through his mind was a forty four slug. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's a little dad joke there about suicide. I don't think I don't <laughs> Awful. think I don't think my wife thought it was funny. Not good. Uh okay. Interesting. Huh. All right. So your belief your belief is that it's selfish and that there's a lot going on in a lot of people's minds and worlds and that some people use it as a out. Yep. I think it's sad, selfish, but it happens. Mm, interesting. So is it a sin though? Mm-mm. You're going to hell? So. You're going to hell automatically? I. You know what? I was, I was raised that if I drank alcohol, it would send me out of heaven. So. But not to hell. Just to a different heaven? Different levels of heaven. Alcoholic heaven. Alcoholic heaven. <laughs> Pretty much. Party town. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, destination party town. Sounds fucking Population great. me. That's what, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. But no, I don't think it's a sin. I don't. I but the, then I get into like, what is a sin? What isn't a sin? What do you consider a sin? Because some churches are like. Let's ask somebody else. Let's ask somebody else. We have the almighty Google right here. Okay. Um, I'm going to type it in like this. I want to find out uh, what the Jehovah's think. All right. Oh, good call. Uh, <coughs> Let's pick all the really big religions. Ooh, yes. Big strict religions suicide. and see what they say. I'm very interested to see what the Jehovah's think of suicide because they believe in like their set number of people and then, su- and then the subgroup and that. So... Very intrigued. Yeah, there's like, I don't know, there's a lot. I think that there's so many things that I don't know on this earth that like, what is a sin and what is not is to be determined by yourself and your conscience. But see, here's the thing. So like sociopaths don't think they did anything wrong when they become serial killers. Maybe. So if you go off of what you think, if you did something wrong, like that's what guilt is, right? Like your conscience telling you you did something wrong, that anytime you do that, I would think you sinned because you could consider that to the Holy Spirit telling you you did something wrong, right? Mm -hmm. So like cheating your neighbor, right? That would make you feel bad. And you're like, oh, I kind of messed up. I did that. Then that I would consider a sin. But anybody who commits suicide, you're, you can't tell if they felt bad about it afterwards or if they get to the other side of whatever and go, thank God I'm not there anymore. Hmm. I don't know, Brooke. I just realized how I use God in that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> uh... You know, it's weird. Um, the Jehovah's don't talk about it. They do talk about it, but there's like a lot of, uh, there's a lot of weird articles that pop up when you start talking about suicide and Jehovah's Witnesses. Like Jehovah's Witnesses suicide rate five to 10 times above average. That's for a lot of um, general population. Strongly um, indoctrinated religions though. The Friends of Jehovah's Witnesses do have one here that says, does God forgive suicide? So I'm going to so look at that. So it's already meant to be a sin then, if God forgives it. Yeah, I, I'm assuming that it's implied. Um, uh, oh my gosh. Huh. Oh my gosh. It's just a forum. It's just a forum of stuff here. People, Really? A forum? Yeah. Interesting. It might take a lot longer for me to look it up for the Jehovah's. They've got, it's kind of, it feels like it's hidden deep into this forum. Not surprised. Lots of. Friends of Jehovah's Witnesses, a fear-free zone. A fear-free zone? Yeah. I I don't know. Let's see what somebody else thinks. Um, How about uh, suicide and Christianity? We'll see what they say. Christian views on suicide. Wikipedia, there you go. It's That's a citable source. Super right? citable Wikipedia. You know what, though? I bet huh. I bet Wikipedia is going to give us the best all of the bases for Christianity answer. Get it. 
right? Like yeah. the mo- the all, average. Yeah, for like all like of a good average. The, the different things. Uh, so what does it say? It says there's been much debate over Christian views on suicide, with early Christians believing that suicide is sinful and an act of blasphemy. In modern times, some Christian churches reject this idea, although others still oppose to teach this view. Uh, the rate of suicide amongst Catholics and Protestants and Jews. Okay, I don't care about any of that. Early Christianity, Protestant views. Um, Psalm 139.8, If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. Has often been discussed in the context of the fate of those who die by suicide. As in, like, kill yourself, you're going to hell. Um, so according to the theology of the Catholic church, death by suicide is a grave matter. The church holds that one's life is the property of God. I don't, I don't know if I like that. The property of God, then what the fuck is free will for? Uh, you're on this earth to do his work and to worship, right? That's what the Jehovah's believe too. But uh, like my question once again goes back to why did you give me free will? And do you really have it? Exactly. Anyway, um, uh, one's life is property of God, and to destroy that life is to wrongly assert dominion over God's creation or to attack God remotely. Interesting, huh? To assert dominion over God's creation. But we do that with animals. Yeah. So weird. So if you were to think in that thought process, well, wouldn't think- you think that the Catholic Church would like encourage veganism? No, because I think in Genesis it actually talks about um, that you know that God put the animals here and man was to their shepherd. Under, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Ah, um, uh, oh, the Catholic Church defines suicide very narrowly to avoid the extrapolation that Jesus's death was a type of suicide oh. brought about by his own choices, and to avoid the idea that Catholic martyrs choosing death is a valid form of suicide. Instead, Catholics give praise that Jesus resisted suicide throughout his trials, demonstrating that no degradation is so great that suicide can be justified. Martyrs are honored for the same reason. Oh my goodness. This just took a huge interesting turn, Brooke. Very much so. With the understanding that Jesus knew that he was going to be crucified, Mm -hmm. but did nothing to to stop stop it it. or avoid it. Is that death by cop? Right? Yeah. People do that, right? Guys guys that don't have the stones to, uh, boom, uh, they, they pull an empty gun on a cop, right? Yep. So did Jesus do the same thing? Is that is that suicide by Romans, Pharisees, <sighs> Jews? I, I mean, because we all know never that thought of it that the way. The Jews killed Jesus. Yep. That's just what it is. But um, it's interesting, though, right? But I it ties never in. Thought of that. Ties yeah, it does. into what else you were asking, and you were talking about about the assisted suicide, mm-hmm. and what does assisted suicide? Like, what's your opinion on assisted suicide? Right, like. So, if we keep it in the forefront of our mind, uh-huh. we're talking uh, physical, uh, physical disabilities, physical ailments. 
mental disabilities, mental ailments, pain, anguish, age, uh, you know, whatever, a multitude. Comes down to quality of life. Right. So when we start talking about quality of life, we start talking about, uh, we start talking about suicide. What do we think? We think, well, quality of life sucks. I'm going to end it. There's no point in living this life. Everything sucks. Why the fuck would I want to keep living? If, if everything sucks, it's dumb. Well, that or if you have like a really terrible form of cancer. Well, it's another question in of itself, right? You know yeah. my belief system about cancer and chemotherapy. I'm, I'm not a big fan. Chemotherapy mm-hmm. saves people's lives. Don't get me wrong. Uh, as long as it doesn't kill you first. At what cost, right? At what yeah. cost? So some people do actually choose. And I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that right now not having cancer, you know, praise God. Mm-hmm. That, uh, would I would like to think that I'm going to be probably the person that says, no, I don't want to do chemotherapy. I'd rather just in, enjoy what I can right now and fuck it, right? Mm-hmm. Is that suicide? Is that suicide right. because I'm not actively trying to prevent? And, and, and ergo, is that against the law? Because suicide is illegal against the law. So is it against the law for me to now refuse treatment? So that's a discussion that has been had. Well, is that a sin, though? Because Jesus did, Jesus did the same thing. I just read it yep. right here on the Wikipedia. Wikipedia doesn't lie. Jesus did the same thing. <laughs> Jesus knew he was going to die. He knew mm-hmm. they were going to kill him. Mm-hmm. He knew it was going to be a painful death. Uh, he let him do it. Yep. I mean, the guy, you got to walk through the desert for 40 days. Yeah. He was tempted by the devil. He never did, a, he never did, the, he never did the dirty. He never manifested water out of nowhere. He didn't turn fucking crickets and stones into bread. Uh, he just took it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have he could have very easily just snapped his fingers and been like, yeah, and I smite thee or some stupid shit like that. And I smite the sand but, and make an oasis. Right, but, but he didn't. Exactly. He didn't. So is that is that suicide? If you know your death is coming, I break it down again. If you know your death is coming and it is inevitable, which we all do, right, to an extent that we all understand that life is a gift and we're here for a short period of time that we die. But if you know that it's imminent and you know how you're going to die and roughly when. I would would shorten this up of what you're saying. Like if you are... Going to die, and you know how, when, and it is, and there is an option to forego that for whatever period of time, and you choose not to. Is that suicide? Is it a sin? That's I mean, it's like the the easiest example here is I'm laying on my deathbed, Mm -hmm. and the machine is going beep beep. Beep, beep, right? To whatever the beep, 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 whatever the whatever the tone is, whatever the rhythm is, the machine is beeping. Um, and then everybody leaves the room to go discuss their options, and I'm still in the room and I'm laying there and see the machine, right? And if it's possible, I know it's a movie thing and it's not real, but if it's possible to reach over and unplug the beep machine, um You would. And then I die. Well, is that suicide? Did I just kill my... I mean, this fucking machine was what was keeping me alive. This beeping machine. 
So, so, so was I it, already dead? <clears throat> so then it comes to Sue. So I feel like, I feel like here's the difference. There's so much gray area. So many nuances. No, here's here. the difference. Letting yourself die is not suicide. Taking an act, to actively trying to end your life when it is not naturally your time. So when you go against. So like you're saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. When when you're yeah. saying when you when you put effort forth versus just letting it, letting happen. it happen. Yeah, I think okay. that's the difference. I feel like you'd have to Google. So like if I'm laying there, <laughs> same deathbed, I'm yep. laying there, machines going beep 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 beep, and in my arm is an IV, and I know that the quickest way to you know, end this discussion of how we're going to save Seth's life and the beep, 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 the incessant beep, beep, beep that I can constantly hear in my ears is just yep. this beep, beep, beep. If I take the syringe that's sitting right there and I fill it with air and then inject that air into my IV, I'm probably going to send a big-ass air bubble up to my fucking brain and kill myself, right? It's mm-hmm. going to shut my brain down. That's suicide. Yes. But I'm dying anyway. Yes. One way or another, I'm going to fucking die. Yep. They're just discussing the options on how I'm going to die. How and when. Are we going to unplug the beep, beep, beep and just let him die naturally? Are we going to try and save his life and get him an extra 30 days? What are we doing here? Well, that's the thing with like a assisted, like medically assisted suicide, right? Is like, that's my thing is like, they're going to die in three months painfully. my boy. Right? They're going to die in three months painfully or... We can medicate them and let them die comfortably in a month. Like, and no, you can't know exactly when someone's going to die. You just don't know that. And we'll have, like, they're called comfort care patients. Like, there have been people that walk into a a hospital and say, okay, I'm ready to die now. They've walked in and within a week, they are breathing their last breaths. You know? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't want to dive into... Hold on, I'm going to get some ice cream. All that noise. What? No, ice cream. What? Ice cream. I have ice cream. Ice I got bitch. some ice cream, and I ice really bitch. want some. Oh, my God. Be right back. All right. Well, Brooks got to take time to talk about our sponsors. We don't have any. Um, This episode is brought to you by one glass of scotch... Apparently an ice cream and a White Claw. Congratulations, Brooke, on your white trash boozy bitch beer. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so brought to you by no one, presented by us uh, for your listening pleasure. You are welcome. Um, thank you for listening. Now I'm going to pick back up where I left off. I don't know to, to keep talking to Brooke about this because it's... Interesting. We, we haven't really had these conversations before, me and Brooke, and and we've uh, touched we, on them briefly. Yeah, we, I mean, very we've, briefly. We've touched on them, but we haven't really like really dug into the nitty gritty, right? Because Brooke knows that you know, at least right now in my mind, I don't know how I'm going to feel if the time ever came, but at least right now in my mind, I'm a no chemo kind of guy, and I'm more of like a hey, if I'm losing my mind and forgetting everyone around me, can you guys like, you know. Forget to buckle my seatbelt and then forget to set the parking brake on my truck on Baycrest or some shit. Because, <laughs> like, you know, what kind of fucking quality of life is that when you have to start over but you're in your 70s, right? Uh huh. How does that 
you know, how does that pan out? Nobody ever got the chance to ask somebody who went full-blown Alzheimer's or dementia, you know, hey, what was it like, Mm -hmm. you know, those last five to ten years that your family kept you alive uh, in a diaper? Losing your mind. uh, When uh, you didn't know who you were day-to-day. Oh, yeah, well, it wasn't bad. Like, I was happy to be alive every day that I woke up not knowing everyone around me not understanding the situation that I was in or the state of fear. Yeah. Whether, a lot of them are scared. Uh, whether or not I was going to wake up and be the same guy or start all over on repeat the next day, man. Like, uh, I don't know. You know, nobody ever asked that question. You know, So when you think about it logically, because I do, I try and think about it logically, at least as much as I can, I can think about it in my head. I'm like, I don't want to fucking live like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds shitty. Sounds dumb. You know, it's really, it really comes down to each, like each case, case by case, right? All right I'm going to throw a bunch it's of cases so at you, bro. different. I want to pick and your brain. And that's why it's so important to have these conversations so that your family knows that your personal opinion is about this. I know that they're hard conversations to have and it makes a lot of people really uncomfortable or they've never even thought about it. This is definitely something everyone should think about. I know that thinking of your own mortality is scary, but everyone should think about their life in a whole. I know everyone's scared of like 10 years or like 30 years. Like my life years. in a hole? Like, like just, yeah, you're going to end up in a hole I'm in the ground. I just imagine myself in a hole like six feet deep. Just looking to be like, damn, I can't climb out of this hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, as a whole, like. As a whole, there you go. A, oh, I know. That makes sense. I know. As I'm a whole, everyone should look at their lives and like what it looks like for in the end and how you want to go out. Like everybody looks at how they want to live and. I do. What they want to be known for. But I feel like not very many people think of the end or ask their parents Oh man! How they want to be taken care of oh, when bros. they get older. Let me talk Your to mom. you about that. Let me I'm talk to you about that. I'm going to live to 100. That. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you about that for a second. So like, okay. first of all, let me just bring everybody up to speed. My mom told me she was going to live to be 100. Uh, I think she actually told me one time when I asked her, you know, hey, maybe we should talk about, you know, uh, this. You like seriously wanted to have the conversation with her. I uh, did. Not because I wanted to kill my mom or because I thought she was going to die or anything, but because now she's in control of all of her faculties. Like she's perfectly healthy. Uh, well, she's not perfectly healthy, but she's healthy. Right. And she's in control of her faculties. And I thought right now would be a good time uh, because, you know, well, then I can discuss it with my siblings. Well, the conversation started in where she wanted to be buried. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying like it, I, I, the specifics aren't, required mm-hmm. right now what the fact is is my mom told me that she was going to live to be 100 my mom doesn't want to think about her own death which can't blame her well i can't people don't I, I mean i don't blame her but what i'm saying is, is like if we don't take it seriously if we don't ever think about it then yeah you're right then we, what kind of a burden are we placing on other people in our lives like you know when i was going to uh, when I was going overseas, we had to do a living will. We had to fill out all this paperwork, right? Uh, for just in case, we kind of had to force ourselves to think about mm-hmm. it. Well, 18, 19 years old, was I 19? I was 19. Or maybe I was 20. I just turned 20. I was 20. Were you? Yeah, so I was 20 years old. Um, and so I'm 20 years old, and now I'm being asked, you know, what do you want to do with all your shit when you die? 
Mm-hmm. Like, what do you like? And I was just like, what the fuck? Who do you want to take it? Where do you want it to go? And right. then you have to think of everything you have. Like, yeah, but that's not the big thing. The big kicker was, do you want to be kept on life support or do you want to die? And, and so I thought about it. I, I, I legitimately at 20 years old, I sat down and I thought about it and I had time, you know, they said, Hey, you got to think about these things and then you're going to have a meeting and you got to decide on all these things. So I legitimately thought about it and, and my response, uh, when my mom found out about it, just fucking pissed her off. It blew her mind. Uh, because I put down in my, in my paperwork, uh, that I was a DNR. Um, you were a DNR or not to be kept alive on life support? Both. Wow. Yeah. So I had a, I had a, I had a list. Uh, I was a DNR. You know, for critical injuries. Uh, basically, if I was going to have to be put on life support for an extended period of time, if they resuscitated me, then just let me die. A DNRs do not resuscitate. They would have not even resuscitated you. Yeah, what I'm telling you, Brooke, is there was like a list of shit that you could do. Uh-huh. And if you were like... Uh, you picked these things. Yeah. Okay. If you were like mortally wounded, mm-hmm. right, where they could resuscitate you, but you had a risk of being brain dead, uh, all the shit. Mm-hmm. Don't. There was another part in there uh, that was no brain dead life support. None. If, if I'm fucking comatose, fucking brain dead, no brain activities, shit like that, fucking dead. Don't keep me alive. Point of fact, if my body's perfectly healthy... Right, this is just me right now. If my body's perfectly healthy, but I'm laying down on the floor because I'm completely brain dead and I'm being kept alive by a feeding tube and shit, um, let me fucking die. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, the last thing that I had put in there was that if I was blown up, and I added this part, it was fucking really pissed my mom off, and I had no arms and legs <laughs> that they were to let me die. Not quadriplegic. Yeah, not put me back and together. That's not quadriplegic. That's um. It's missing both arms amputee. and both legs. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And and a lot of people are like, I know a guy. He doesn't have any arms and legs, but whatever. I don't care. At twenty years old, it's a personal choice. What I thought in my mind was, what kind of a life would I live with no arms and legs? Yep. I would forever be a burden on society. I have no arms and legs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, anyway, my mom, of course, got to see the will. She got a copy of it or whatever. She was super pissed about it um, because she didn't understand why I would allow myself to die or basically to be killed. That's how she put it at one point in time. She's like, she you're, put just, it that way? you're just saying that they can kill you, you know, oh blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I'm just saying, no, let me die. That's not what that means. Um, but it comes back to, comes back to, it ties into the suicide thing is where I was going with it because even now at 34 years old, I'm not 20 anymore, but now at 34 years old, I look at it and I, I think to myself, like, if I had that choice, it, I mean, yeah, it's selfish. It It definitely is. But case by case, right? Case so by case, is absolutely. This, is this case selfish? You know, I, I have the means right now. I, I know I'm losing my mind. I'm going to die. I'm going to be a burden on my family. I'm going to be a burden on society, whatever. 
this, you know, terminal cancer, brain cancer, whatever the fuck, whatever the situation is, right? If it so becomes a thing that I determine in my mind that the best course of action is to end my life now while I can before I become this ever constant burden on my on my wife, on well, my yeah, kids. Yeah, especially because like assisted suicide isn't a thing. Right. Really. You know, I can't just put down on a piece of paper that, hey, when my mind finally goes and I go seven days without recognizing my wife consecutively or whatever, what have you, mm-hmm. whatever this, you know, whatever all the stats are, um, you know, then go ahead and blow my fucking brains out or whatever. Uh, that's not how they assist your suicide, but no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, why the fuck not? Right. Why the fuck not? You know, and I, and I, and I would question the, the sinful nature of, uh, of suicide in the first place. You know, I choose to live. I choose to live every day. I choose to eat. I choose to go to work. I choose when to fuck. I choose when to sleep. I choose who to love. I choose who to hate. Mm-hmm. It's this is a part of free will. Like why can't I? Why choose can't I choose when you die? Why can't I choose to die? Right. You know, why is that the biggest thing that happens in your life to end it? It's the end of your life, and you have no choice in it. I'm gonna tie. I'm gonna take it a step further and say, why can't I choose to end my own life when it's currently legal in a bunch of states right now to end the life that hasn't even begun yet? Mm-hmm. And and th- that life that hasn't begun, they, them, us, whatever you want to call them, uh, fetuses, that that life doesn't even get a choice. But that's fine. That's acceptable. I mean, I'll take it even further and say, why is it okay for me to end the life of my dog and assist his death without his consent? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't end my own. And they have assisted dog suicide. Yeah, but, I mean, take him in and medicate him, which is real, basically it's, murder it's, because it's without consent. It's murder because it's without consent. But animals have been known to commit suicide too. Mm-hmm. They go off into the wild and die. Yeah, just just a fuck beer because they know. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know. But I think when we, I think that inherent fear of death that we all have. I mean, let's. I mean, let's not be around the bush. I mean, we all have the fear of death. Oh, yeah. I fear death. Of course, I fear death. If I didn't fear death, <coughs> I you know, me. I I wouldn't, you know, put on my seatbelt, right? Like you don't. I, I I don't. But it's for other reasons. I'm constitutionally opposed to the government Every telling me shit like that. But that ties back into it, though. I can't fucking drive down the road without wearing my fucking seatbelt because the government said I can't drive without wearing my fucking seatbelt because I could die if I'm in a car accident because I'm not wearing my fucking seatbelt. At what point in time did it become your fucking job to tell me when and how I'm allowed to fucking die? Because that that separate where it becomes a liability issue, where well, like your liability family, on who, on the manufacturer of the vehicle, because your family would sue and be and say that you wouldn't have died if you were in a different vehicle or if the. Not all families are sue happy. I know, but that's how things change. Like when something like that happens, 
Right, but I don't have to wear a seatbelt if I'm in the back of an RV that's rotoring down the fucking road. Don't know what to tell you, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I could go I could go to the back of a tour bus and take a shit in a fucking Porter John while they're cruising down the road at 75 miles an hour, but I, I can't drive my own pickup to work 15 minutes down the road without wearing a fucking seatbelt. You get a ticket. Yep. Anyway, I digress. Yes. When we are talking about the sinful nature of Suicide Brook, I'm curious to see how you feel about assisted suicide, as in... And I will, I will give you the scenario. Old couple, married for 55 years, 60 years even. Okay. Survived a world war as a married couple. Have outlived all three of their children. Oh. And, you know, daddy has brain cancer. He's going out. Okay. Less than a month. Uh, wife. I'm going to call the wife you. You're okay. the wife. Okay. Right? Or no, you're the doctor. You get to be the doctor in this Ooh, scenario. Okay. Wife comes to you, <laughs> says, My husband's dying. Here's his brain scans. He has brain cancer, whatever. We have outlived all three of our children. We've lived to see the turn of a new century. We've lived through a world war and a cold war. And I don't want to live even a single day of this life in this world without my husband. Oh. We want to die together. Oh, interesting. I want to commit suicide with my husband, and I want you to help me do it. What do you do? How do you feel about that? Torn. Why? Definitely torn. Because for him, I definitely would would think that i would would assist with that obviously legality included um but as for her i have to think of like i have to think of it in like quality of life and medical care right like quality care like medical care standard quality of life and it under while understanding that her husband her partner her everything is going to be gone she's gonna follow i mean and she would obviously shortly follow behind but i don't like i'm i'm not i don't know i i can't look at it as a doctor in that in that aspect well i just mean like i think when you as a granddaughter i would look at it a little differently i think when you break it down though like break down the request the request is the husband doesn't want to see the end of where this terminal brain cancer leads Mm -hmm. the wife doesn't want to see that either Neither one of them want to live through that experience. And the wife, who survived all three children and 60 years of marriage, doesn't want to survive even a single day without her husband. I think it's a very sweet thought process. And looking at it, 
not as a doctor, but like as a granddaughter, I would, I would hope that grandma would try and stick it out just a little bit. Okay. In, and remember and like try to just embrace family and whatnot. But I would I also, I would also tell her that's a choice for you to make. I have a question for you. At what point in time does your opinion actually fucking matter? True. It's her life. Well, that's what I just said. Well, I know, but like to sum it all up and to make it real short, even as a doctor, at what point in time does your opinion actually fucking matter? When somebody asks for it. Right. But she didn't. True. She simply asked if you would do it. For the means, yep. Now my question is if your opinion doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and this person actually wants to do it, why the fuck would you even hesitate? Why would you even question? For my own conscience. But your conscience is clear. You're not actually killing them. Mm-hmm. No, that is for each person to decide for themselves. What well, I'm just My saying, I'm just saying, would feel guilty. You're not actually doing anything. Yeah, but you're just giving them the means. It's no different than it's no different than walking down, uh, them walking down to the store, and asking the person at the Walmart, um, "Will this particular firearm shoot?" Through me and into somebody behind me at close range. And the person at Walmart saying, that caliber will most definitely do that. Okay, well then I will be purchasing said firearm. And then they go off and one of them shoots themselves in the chest and it blows a hole through both of them. At that point in time, you're just a store clerk. You're, you're, you're just the means. If a person has a thing in their mind and they're going to do it anyway... And then to take it a step further, why would you care? It's their life. If we ask ourselves this question of why should I care if that person's a homosexual or if that black person over there identifies as a white person or what? whatever, what have you, a million ad nauseum fucking things that a person can identify as, with, who, or about, uh-huh. then why do we care about when they end their life? What is the thing? What is the what is the driving force that makes this such a big fucking deal for us? Legit. Legit question. It's a very legit question. Everything's so, everything's so muddled in muddy water and gray areas. Yeah. That nobody can ask a straight question and get a straight answer. If I came to you and you are a doctor and I said, my life sucks. My life sucks so bad that I can't even figure out how to end it. I am having a fuck of a time. Mm -hmm. I just spent five years in a fucking mental hospital because I failed again. Help me do it right this time. I'm done. I want to do it. At what point in time... Does that doctor just say, you know, it's not my life. 
I'm not living it. I can't truly know how you feel. And why do I care? Doctors are doctors have to care. Not all doctors have to care. Ask Dr. Oh, Fauci. Ah, ah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, oh, God. No, um, I'm just saying though. I think I think it is an absolute separate question to talk about like as a relative or a random person relating to somebody who wanted to do that in comparison to a doctor who is sworn to on a, on a hypocritical oath. Yeah. To do no harm. Question. Oh goody. I know this is where we get to play that gray area again. This is where everybody likes to <laughs> okay. play in this muddled fucking gray area. So I'm gonna bring it up here's Life the question. Is gray. It's full this of gray the, hues. This is the question. Do no harm. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. You tell that person that came to you, you're the, you're the doctor. Same scenario. Uh-huh. person comes to you, blah, 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 blah. I want to fucking kill myself. I want you to help me do it. You say, no. I swore an oath. Do no harm. Guy walks outside to his truck, gets his shotgun, comes inside. Suicide by cop now. Because you wouldn't help him do it. Here he is inside of the hospital, takes four other fucking people with him, including you. How much harm did you just do? True, but you can't know that they're going to do you that. Can't. No, you can't. Just like you can't know what's going through their mind. Mm-hmm. Just can't you know, you can't know the life that they lived. You can't know the harm that they're doing every day that they stay. I'm not saying that this is every scenario or anything like that. I'm not saying this is in every instance. What I am saying, though, is we constantly, we read it here a little bit before where we were talking about the church and the dominion over one of God's creations, Mm -hmm. right? And that's why suicide is a sin because it's taking dominion over your own life. But at what point in time do I... Does get... it become anybody else's fucking business? Right. When was I granted dominion over your life? Was mm-hmm. it when we were married? No. I uh, made sure. No, it was never. I do not have dominion over your life. Your life is your own. For me to pretend, even if I was a doctor, that I have dominion over your life as a free-thinking adult without mental illness... What right do I have? Yeah. If you ask, and I have the means to safely help you do a thing that's painless. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Well, that's the argument that a lot of states... This is our question, right? This, I know. this is our yep. question you wanted to talk yep. about. You want to talk about suicide. You want to talk about assisted suicide. Me, personally, I'm going to give you... I think we already know what my belief is on assisted suicide, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm a, a wholehearted... Pro. ...free thinker in the sense of uh, I don't think you have the right... To keep you alive. ...to tell me at all what to do with my life. Yeah. Because it's mine. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the same token that even though I think killing unborn babies is, is wrong, I don't have the right to tell you not to do it. I don't. Legit. I don't think, I don't think anyone has that right. Yep. 
I think that my rights over my daughters end when they become free-thinking adults. Yep. Um, and I don't base adulthood on an age when they mature to the point that they know the difference between right and wrong, when they begin to see the world the way they've been taught to see it, you know, when they demonstrate that they are mature individuals. Indeed, free thinking. Yeah. Then, well, here you go. Uh, try not to fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but the, the that's what I mean. Like, you don't, you don't have that right. You can't tell me. Yep. Uh, what to do with my life. That's fucking rude. And and so what I think about suicide, and you know, we know that I'm pro-assisted suicide just because if you're going to do it anyway, you might as well do it with a pro. Uh, <laughs> right. That's what I think. That's what I think. Yeah. But with suicide, um, I do think suicide is, is selfish in some instances. I do think suicide is a cop-out in some instances. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't actually have a whole lot of respect for a lot of people that do commit suicide. Um, not that they did it for my respect, but, um, I also think that it's a choice and it's an individual choice and that I, I, I I think wholeheartedly that, you know, an effort should be made for those that fail. Uh, what do you mean? Like if you fucking suck at committing suicide then yeah we should you know an effort should be made to try and help rehabilitate a person or try and figure out what's wrong with them maybe um but ultimately when it comes down to it if they make the decision they make the decision i don't think it's and i don't think it's a sin either i agree i can't i can't stand behind the the suicide is a sin and you're gonna go to hell for it because you can't repent at that point you're already dead um you know, depending on your faith, I guess, because some people are allowed to repent in heaven. Um, well, in stage one of heaven, they can repent, or is it like the? No, it's like God's a waiting room. You're allowed to be forgiven in the. Um, oh, so when you die and you go to Florida and you're just chilling in God's waiting room, you can exactly what it fucking, is. Um, anyway, uh, uh, that's my thought. My my thoughts. Paradise. Yeah, there you go. My my thoughts on the on the subject are. Um, suicide sucks. Um, uh, I don't, I, I don't condone it by any means, uh, but I don't condemn it. Same. Um, and assisted suicide, um, I'm all for it. I'm a hundred percent on board. And uh, what I mean by all in hundred percent is is that uh, if you're in that situation, if you're one of those people and you're there, right? And you're gonna you're gonna fucking do it anyway. And I mean like you're gonna fucking do it, right? Like I don't know if there's gonna be some standard they're probably gonna be having, well, you're gonna meet this criteria. Yep. Uh I just mean like, you know, uh if we got abortion clinics, we should have suicide clinics. Fuck it. You know, I, I, I'm not even <laughs> playing. Know, I'm not even playing. I'm uh, laughing, I know, but like. You should be old enough to fucking drink before you can walk in there uh, without, you know, somebody signing a waiver for you. Uh, but I don't think there should be any kind of fucking, I don't think there should be any testing or anything. They don't test fucking women when they go into abortion clinics. You know, they just. Like, you don't oh. think they do? Yeah. What are they going to test you for? You're general labs and make sure that you can survive it. No, I don't give a fuck about that. They don't check your mental status. 
Oh, your mental status. You think you go through a psyche valve they, when you go into an abortion They clinic? don't, but they get a questionnaire, like your basic questionnaire. That's like not what I'm talking about, anytime. though. I'm talking about your mental status. Yeah. I want to know how you are right now. Yep. And then I want to do a follow-up two months from now. Yeah. Yeah, they don't do that shit. They should. They don't. So Some when you walk into do, a fucking suicide clinic. recommended, but. I don't think there should be any of that shit either. No follow-up? Yeah. No follow-up. No two-month call me in the morning. No fucking, uh, and no, and no psyche valve when you walk in, you know, you should just be able to walk in and be like, Hey, I'm 28 years old. My life sucks. I don't have a job. I live at my mom's in the basement. Um, pretty successful fucking Twitch streamer, but I don't have any followers, which means I don't get any donations. So once again, we're back here at the, I don't have a job, uh, kind of deal. And, uh, turns out I suck at gaming, uh, kind of put all my eggs in that basket. Probably. Yeah. Just kind of ready to die. Done with it. Uh, stupid, ultimately. Dumb, stupid, shitty scenario. But at the yeah. same time, not my life, not my choice. Right? Pretty much. You know, well, I'm a pedophile. You got caught touching little boys in the confessional booth, speaking of Catholics. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Uh, turns out I didn't believe in any of that shit anyway, so, uh, I'm here to sign up for my free suicide of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, buy one, get one free. <laughs> I brought the altar boy with me. Son of a bitch. He's ready to Sam. go too. Too far. Uh, <laughs> too far, too far. I'm just kidding. Um. Too far. <laughs> but it's legit. You want to talk about a serious thing? I'll give you a serious thing. That's what I have to say about that serious shit. I, I like it. I appreciate it. I mean, you appreciate it now. When I'm 80, you're going to be like, fuck you, you old bastard. I'm not letting you go. Not letting you go. You can't go nowhere. You fucking cocksucker. This asshole. And this fucking cocksucker thinks he can go into a suicide clinic without my fucking permission. <laughs> that is one thing. If they started up suicide clinics, they would all get sued. You know what's funny is I think it was like sued a... sued like a motherfucker. I think it was like a Futurama episode. <laughs> was it? Yeah, I think they had that. It was like a suicide booth. Oh, that's what it was. It was a suicide booth. You go into the booth and commit suicide. Uh, I wonder how that would affect life insurance. A lot of life insurances include suicide or you have to have it added. Oh, yeah. That might be a trip. Um, huh. It's a pretty deep conversation, Brooke. It is. Pretty deep uh, conversation. We I like to have these conversations with you, though, and it's something that I enjoy talking about with you. And I like picking your brain about that kind of shit. I oh, just yeah, want to see where I you're like, at. I want to know. Yeah. I want to know. And I, this kind of shit, I like to, there's so much I don't know, and there's so many variables that, like, that's pretty much where I go with it. We're like, I don't know. And there's too many variables and it is a hundred percent case by case situation. There are some where I think, wow, that was really selfish and stupid and you could have gotten through it. And then there are others where I just would think I totally get it. Yeah. I think we have to remove the personal factor though. So here's what I'm going to say. This was my closing argument right here because we got we to close this okay. out. We're going to crunch time. Um, I love you. Please don't commit suicide. I love you too. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. All right.